Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. Throw your hands up if you with it. Drop it. It's time to set sail on another episode of Constitutional Awakening, the podcast. Of course, you guys know we're, we're still going. Here's another episode for you guys. Uh, we're supposed to have a guest tonight, that uh, fellow Q from the Parallel Society, that heliocentric universe fellow, or geo geocentric universe fellow. Some interesting stuff. I don't know where the conversation's going to go tonight. It could go any and everywhere. So, uh, you know, we're we're just that's just how we roll it, unscripted and bold, just conversations about Lord knows what. And if you're a regular listener, you know where you know you know where these conversations can go and stuff. And if you are a regular listener, watcher, whatever it is out there, like Stephen, we we, we see you out there in the comments and stuff. Folks over there on Rumble and Bitchu, Odyssey. You know, all the comments that get left there and the feedback we get at, at the Conspiracy and the Freedom Pirates on Facebook, as well as uh, the feedback I get at Instagram and everywhere else, man. You guys you guys are all absolutely fantabulous. And I think you folks over there in TikTok watching and stuff, you know, I, I pull so many guests from there because that's an amazing place to find amazing people. So you guys make sure you find us anywhere that you can find Unconstitutional Awakening. Except for some weird meme page that's trying to make fun of us, but that's a whole other story. You know, uh, you guys can get on over there the best way. Honestly, you know, I'll tell you right now, best way that you guys can find all of that stuff that you're looking for when it comes to finding us is over there at unconstitutionalawakening.com. Uh, you know, that's a that's our homepage there. You guys know how, how this goes man you can find everything you need to keep up with us we try to do some blog stuff from time to time we've got you know the podcast and more section we even have the ua social man you guys are welcome to get on there and share memes run your mouth stuff like that i'm all for it you can get back to who the hosts stuff are and find them all on social media as well as links to listen to us on like spotify and so many other places man we're we're listening we're listening to around the world it's it's pretty amazing to think that some weird dude like me is interested, you know, has your guys' interest, and I'm going to keep going just because of you guys. You guys, make sure you get over here and check it out. 
You guys can find all the links back to that stuff. You can listen to the show right there. Find our awesome merch store to get some unconstitutional awakening merch, like something with the fan- fantabulous flag printed all over it, or this cool unconstitutional awakening stuff here, like the, the logo and stuff like that. Man, it's all on our website. You can also check out our friends in Liberty, call them sponsors, but man, they're they're just our friends trying to make a better tomorrow and actually make a change, like Kirk Elliott, Ichi Key Creations. Ammo Can Survival, and Brett Pike with ClassicalLearner.com. These are links, man. You guys can get back to all these folks right there through these links. And, uh, you know, spread the love and maybe invest in a better tomorrow for yourself different ways. So, as again, we do appreciate you guys, and uh, I look forward to seeing where this episode goes. So, let's, uh, as, as I would normally say, let's get into it. As I told you guys, you know, we're hanging out with uh, Q and Luis this evening. So, uh, Q, how you doing, bud? Hey, man, I'm good, man. It's uh, It's been a good day. I, I feel really, really productive, and uh, I definitely was looking forward to this meeting. So, as you can see, I had to <laughs> – I'm not in my, my normal space, but uh, I'm definitely here, man. I'm happy to be here. Hey, man, I, I appreciate you being able to make it still. That that that, and I like I like integrity like that. I appreciate you coming to join us and stuff, man. I've, I've had a productive day myself, too. I've been – I've been all over my state on a larger larger route than normal before I had to come in for the day. Still got all my stuff done, so I'm pretty happy with myself too. So, Louise, how you doing over there tonight? Good. I just spoke, I was just speaking with Julian, which you've had here before. I'm one of the most brilliant minds I've ever met. Uh, making microwave pyrolysis a way to to recycle plastics into fuels in an efficient way, viable for everybody. Yeah, guys, Amazing you, got, person. you ought to go back and check that out. He's actually local to me. Um, we had him on the show before. He's he's a real cool cat. I'm going to get him back over here because I know he's still working hard on advancing that stuff. I think he's got a real bright future. So where even if he doesn't stick with that, there's no telling where that boy's mind will go because that's that's a smart young man. He's, what is it, 18, 19? I forgot. I that's think he's saying. like 18. Yeah, yeah he's super young. young. He already is at a postdoctorate level, like a doctorate or postdoctorate level education, and he's just 18, 19 years old. Yeah. He, is, he is way ahead of the curve. That's what it's oh, about. It, it's like his work, once he gets it done, it's like, this is my doctorate thesis. <laughs> yeah, I built a reactor in a war zone. <laughs> wow. Young yeah. Tony Stark. And, and you know, I found him on TikTok. I'm I'm actually going to make sure I share his TikTok information with this uh with this episode so that everybody can get back to him for that too because he's he's a real cool dude, man. And he's he's been advancing with his techniques on it and stuff. What's he on like the Mach four or five now that I think that he said? And, yeah, he's gonna he just he's getting things uh, in order. Uh, he's going to go into the thousands of leaders next, and uh, he's getting things in order. He's gonna build the next big one in a warehouse. So he's getting a few things in order because he cannot build at a scale he needs uh, for the next projects. So I, I literally, I was talking to him. What is it? Twenty minutes ago, uh, and he went a little over those details. And uh, in, in alive, he was uh, up right now, and and he is a representation of the amazing future ahead, built by the amazing minds that can really, really alter reality. He is altering reality by altering matter. He is converting matter. There is literally no better representation of the concept of altering reality that he alters matter from one state back to another state. 
Yeah, it's, I mean that's that's all that's all there is to it. I I, I I I love stuff like that, and that's a big thing we like to deal with here is ideas that we can change tomorrow with. And you know his, I've I've heard some people. I was telling about him. They were like, well, "Do you know how much energy it is for a microwave?" I was like, "Dude, that's he not produces even, he produces like, even, double." No, no, he's a fun part. Concern, like personal, he produces double the amount of energy he inputs. What I love, what I love about it is the idea of helping get rid of pla you know plastic trash yeah because you know, he's he's recycling pla plastic trash to do this and and you've already told me in the past Luis, that there's kind of a program like this where they're sort of doing that with the ocean and stuff um what, so yes so the the process for the ocean one originally was going to be a similar process but there something happened so they converted it but i know enough people that i could potentially connect him but we have to get through a few steps and then i can like make all the calls like I did like now with uh, Vladimir and like the the nonprofit we're working I'm working with in Ukraine that potentially he's going to build a machine like this in Ukraine. So that's going to be a fascinating thing. If he can get that, if he can work with people on the other side of the planet and, and help them build something that can function for them and actually work, it can help some zones that have limited supply of, of, of fuels and well, this is a thing. Not everybody has consistent access to resources. Even after the war ends, it's not going to be easy. And this is where this machine can be used. And then they can be replicated because it's small, small areas that don't have direct access to like not everything in Ukraine is cities. There's like potentially smaller areas, smaller towns that could gain a lot of benefit from this type of technology. And this is just a simple reality. It's like similar in the USA. There's a yeah, lot of places here that have scarcity, that have problems. So we have to accept that the majority of the population of the United States, technically, according to the poverty line and many other factors, is poor. Yeah, that's me too, for sure. That's I'm I'm in I'm in that. I'm look. I I thought I we're was all in that spectrum, likely of I, we're considered I, poor according yeah. to the government. I thought, I thought I was doing good, and then like inflation went insane, and now I think <laughs> I'm right back to where I started. So that's the point. That's what inflation does. Inflation is taxation without any representation. His, his, his idea of being able to create the fuel. Not wrong. His, his idea from being able to create the fuel from the scrap plastic, like even, okay, and doing it with the microwave on the weird scale that he is. Me being someone in the sticks, and we discuss the Jetsons and the Flintstone thing all the time, and me being wanting to you know continue probably being a, a, a Flintstone, something that small scale could easily be powered. And I have access to junkyard stuff constantly. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a common, a microwave is a common item to come across at a junkyard, I promise. Like, or even in the dump. And like, you could, you, you could potentially make your own tractor gas to go in or something like that. If you were in, a, in an ideal situation where I am, where I just want to be away from everybody and something like that wouldn't, would I run it in a car? No, but would I run it in something like a That's the thing. His, his dream is Absolutely. The, the dream is to have it exist in small communities. So yeah. Yeah. a small community of a few hundred has one of the machines locally available and they convert it and they use it for the the for some neighbor that needs the fuel or they use it for machines that are needed for the community. Like or the police department uses the fuel. Even though most fleets are going to be electric. Liquid fuels will never 
go away. The idea that they're going to go away is written by idiots that don't know anything about energy. Liquid fuels are never going to go away. They're not going to go away for the next century. So. Yeah, they, they, there's no successful way to do the 18 wheeler for delivery. There's the the there's so many farmers in like my vicinity that have what you would consider antique tractors because they're probably 50 plus years old, but they have those because a they can they still work. work on them, and b like they still work because you know nowadays you get caught up in like the, the new John Deere tractors. You're fucked. Things like, that John Deere, Deere tractors are now Japanese. I think John Deere's Japanese now, right? I believe they they're owned by a Japanese firm, and they don't allow you to repair them. Let me ask you guys a question: Since we're we're talking about energy and free energy, um, have you guys ever like heard of, like the Tartaria kind of situation? And I'm I'm asking that because of one of the major aspects of it was that at that time period they had mastered free energy. They had there were civilizations that was pulling energy out of the ionosphere. Um, and they were claiming that uh, essentially like a lot of the cathedrals and, and the designs of the cathedrals were actually like giant batteries and like the large buildings and stuff that were converted, but were converted into places of worship when in actuality, these were buildings designed for, uh, there were there were buildings designed for housing, storing and uh, distributing free energy. Yes. No, listen, Tartaria is a f- favorite subject of mine. You know, I'm all about the fact that there clearly is some edited missing history and some things that just don't add up when they try to give you the, the story of history as far as the things that come back over here into the Americas. We actually were talking about that last night a little bit about South America and the uncovering of stuff like that. But like, I'm totally in the thing that there was most definitely multiple past civilizations that made it to a point of that and whether well, atlantis be, atlantis is a perfect example Maria, of, atlantis you know like i mean, I mean but, but what i'm saying is like how we were last night Luis, how we kept talking about the uh like the different resets and the things that were missing through time and like cataclysms that cause things like like the pole shift for example there was a book i kept t- recommending called the adam eve story but about cataclysmic like pole shifts or something that very well could have caused whether it be mud flood a ocean flood a continent sinking tartaria the the fascinating part when it comes to that story and look i i find it fascinating i i don't know what part of it could be real maybe a portion of it maybe all of it maybe some of it and that's a tricky part right because when you when you get to the point where you can't find the sources for half that stuff like there is a map like there is maps that show like something about the so that's like but i need to like i would like to see okay where is that map so i haven't looked into i know i've seen the maps but i haven't looked into like where did that map what was that map found how old is the estimated age of that map? Because we can have an idea of something that's a few hundred years old, and it is a few hundred years old, the map. So there is Genghis Khan, right? Genghis Khan potentially slaughtered a huge portion of the global population. And when I say a huge portion of the global population, is at the time, there wasn't that many humans that we know of. At least in Asia, he killed probably 15% of the population probably is a low estimate. So this man slaughtered a giant portion of humans and then 
essentially had a baby a day. Because uh, he literally, uh, that's why, that's why 15, 16% of the population in that region is related to yeah, Genghis Khan. I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> so, so what, what did he destroy? So what we understand is there is a lot we don't know that he destroyed. Yes. Right? So and what even, could be Tartaria, he's even fairly, he's even what could be, could be what he destroyed. He yeah. could have destroyed Tartaria. So the idea that Tartaria existed until recently might be the error. Tartaria might have existed, mm-hmm. but a few hundred years, but in the time of Genghis Khan, mm-hmm. which wasn't that long ago, actually. See, so I, I like that theory because, like, I don't know, like, I think a lot of, like, history that we see it spread out is actually open. It could have been it could have been Tartarius. Yes. You know the like, where, where it collides. I, I agree with that so much because though they they don't really just, teach Oh look you, up the map. Let's look up the map. Let's they don't really the teach but I mean I'm saying as far as like history like you're saying Q they don't really teach you history you know like in proper order when they when no, they're teaching oh, no. no God no. no and there's so much that does overlap. Like that's a big big thing that i like to bring up is how many things are closer to each other than you realize you know what i mean yeah it, it's like i play like civilization civ 6 and like, <laughs> that game like it really makes me think i'm like over here like looking at all these different like, civilizations they're all just like in, in like one big area and i'm like yo like i think this is how it is like i think and i think certain people just win wars and just be like nah you're gone you're like you're out of history like you know what I mean? Well, check check this out. Actually, history is written by the winners. Yes, by the victors for sure. I want to. I want to show you guys. Look, I I threw in Tartarian Empire just into my Google search for the evening, and it's interesting that the first thing that comes up is the Mongol Empire. Wow, that's that's wow. what I'm talking about. I that's think so I think there weird. is a potential overlap or a re understanding of the Mongolian Empire. So Tartaria could have just very well be the Mongolian Empire, but we in translation and time, there's been a lot of problems in the whole construction of the the exactly. understanding of our history. Yeah, so, I mean, like I saw it could be wrong. That's the thing. We could have been taught everything wrong in school. It's I, not like it would be a surprise. Of course we are. No, I saw I watched this really, really long video series. I, I want to think it's called like the history of the world or something. So, I don't know. It was it the was one like, about the world's fair. And it, it's I, like I six it hours long. Yeah, it, it was it was I watched it in pieces, but they have like this one point that they were making where they were talking about like the coins and how they were minted to say like ninth, like, like for instance, 1902. But like when they looked at the coins, the, the one, the font is different. So it's an I, and so it's like I-902. It's not like saying a thousand, you know, it's like 902, the year 902, or like I would be like, almost like like the mint number or something like that. I don't know. But it's like, it, it's like little things like that. Like it, I don't know how true that is. You know what I mean? But it makes you think, you know what I mean? Like, because it's like, I, I, I went to school for graphics, so I understand, like, you use different fonts for different, to communicate different ideas, you know what I mean? So it's like, the eye does kind of look like the one, the one does look like the eye. Have you, could it, could it have been degradation of time? <sighs> Possibly. I mean, it, it, I mean, you find a coin, and, it, you know, our, our current understanding dictates, you know, our, our, our 
where we are in time dictates our understanding of the past. You know, oh, that's right. Genghis Khan had green eyes too, red uh, hair and green eyes. And then this gets back into a little bit of the Tartaria stuff because it's interesting that the red hair and green eye thing comes up because that also comes up a lot when we're talking about like uh, red haired giants that giants, in, like, Indian, yeah. Indian history, whether it be, and I mean like India and like, you know, in the, in the desert stuff in India, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, places like that have had the stories of the redheaded giants. Giant. Russia has had stories of the redheaded giants. Even the Americas had stories of redheaded giants. How about so, how the, how culture really has like this hate towards uh, redhead people. I understand. Isn't that weird? <laughs> that they, they, the, ginger, the ginger nonsense? The ginger, yeah, like that's so I'm not weird. soulless and I'm only part ginger. I'm a daywalker. Oh. I'm technically half ginger. My mom's a but redhead. The, the hair up that used to be up here used to be down to almost my ass and was golden blonde and beautiful and then the beard is is got red all through it so i'm also partially redhead but i'm from puerto rico so i'm like a whole mix of oh that's a that's an interesting redhead i've i actually had i didn't think they existed but i have met in my life a naturally born asian that was redheaded and had the freckles and a naturally born african-american that was that had like a red hued hair and freckles wow no, and yeah, mixes like that can happen. It's just, it's just basically a toss-up. Uh, it when is, it comes but to the yeah. it's, 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 it's interesting to see. You know, I mean, I, I, I believe that, you know, there's, there's truth to getting traits and getting things from ancestors past in your bloodline because when you really think about it, you know, you, you have two sets of grandparents. Well, each of your grandparents had two sets of grandparents. Each of their grandparents had two sets of grandparents. When you go back so far, we are so mixed, it's unreal. Wait, what is it? The there is one. I think everybody two thousand or three thousand years ago is related to us. Uh, it's like there's some weird math where eventually every single human being on Earth in the future will be related to you. Yes. That's weird to think about. I mean, I mean, well, <laughs> because I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, let me let me look up the stats. Time, we a... all have like a common ancestor anyway, so I, I already see everybody as being related. I guess in a weird way. Oh yeah, man. Like I've 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 always felt that way. You know, like I I've always my my mom did good about teaching that in in our life. I believe is that you know every, everybody in meat is fighting their own battle, and it's a whole lot easier to be kind and to. You know, lend a hand if you're able to. Uh, you know, I'm. I, I sometimes like go out of my way more than I should, but you know yeah. what? We're only here once, and if I love you and I think you're a part of my family, I'm, I'm gonna do what I can to try to help you. You know what I mean? And, and when I say family, I don't mean blood, because like me and me and my blood don't see eye to eye that great. Don't get me wrong. Me and my mom have a decent relationship, but that's about it. And like. But you, I think you choose. I don't know that whole choose your family thing. Like, like Luis is. I consider him family. Like I love Luis to death. Yeah. Even if we have, even if we have little spats from time to time, like it's part of being family. You know family. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It, and it's Bandit too. Like Band, Bandit. He's unfortunately couldn't be with us tonight. But he's man. He has driven seven and a half hours twice to come and see me. Hmm. Like. That's I, 
I, I think he's an absolute fantabulous person too. And Neptune the same way. He lives, he lives two hours away. So he passes through me frequently on the way to, uh, on the way to doing business and stuff. Cause he's always traveling the state. So like it's, uh, where are you at Jimbo? I'm down in Georgia. Georgia. Okay. 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 Cool. Cool. That's not too far. I'm in, I'm in, I'm near DC. I'm in Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm, I, I like, I like being down here in, in the sticks. Um, you know, Georgia's got its, it's got its problems. Don't get me wrong. But when you're out here in the woods and towns that have populations of a thousand or you know, three, 3,000, no, between a thousand and 3,000, if not less, sometimes like I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. And it's easier to actually be a part of the larger community, I think, and something like that, because there's less, I don't know, you can, you can do more on a community level like we're like we discussed trying to do in a smaller community than than i really think you can in too large a community i don't know there's I've, I've always thought there's no simple way to blanket an entire population like the united states you know what i'm saying Luis? like do you like you to, to blanket so many people under the rule of the same federal law well, that's why it's ridiculous. Th this is why the United States was constructed how it was constructed early on, because the founders understood, yeah, this is not going to be controllable. This thing, this place is huge. This place, I mean, comparatively speaking, think about it. The United States is the size of Europe. That's what that's that was their measuring stick in their heads. And these are people that never saw flight. Like yeah. they never saw the earth well, from 30,000 feet above. Like they never looked at the earth from below and looked at the scale of the earth. They only traveled and it took them a while. It's like, I know it takes uh, two months to get over there or it takes three weeks to get over there. True. It's a long ways away. Like when you when you realize that the populations like we undiscovered territories like there was still parts of the united states that were not completely understood com at the time of the founding so like, there's all those factors because it was only the 13 colonies when it started yeah it was only the east coast like they didn't i mean they knew what it was but if you see the maps from back then they're like yeah they're kind of janky they're not perfect so i mean you're, the the people who were coming here didn't you know, they may not have had a clue about the things that were here. And I, and we I have, truly we believe, have foresight. They had nothing. I truly believe there was just like we're talking about, like Genghis Khan destroying things. Think about what the Spanish and you know the Spanish invaders alone in like the 1500s. Think of all of the things they destroyed. You know that we, I don't want to. They're genetically related to me. Fuck those people. Uh -huh. <laughs> Fuck those idiots. But, but Fucking they really idiots. did. Like, there's, there is so much lost history there because of their. There's alcoholic. What is it called? This there's a syndrome that comes from alcoholism. So a lot of people back then were very aggressive and very violent because of alcoholism. So I forgot the exact term, but it's a disorder that happens if you essentially grew up with an alcoholic mother, and that makes you violent. Now imagine an entire society that lives off alcohol because there's no portable water. It's not a, it's not that hard to get to become a, a, a bad a bad baby. Oh dickhead. 
That's crazy, man. I don't know, man. I, I I often wonder like about past and like what we don't know. You know what I mean? And like what kind of like information was just like disregarded, like like they didn't have understanding of how to use it, or well, I don't know how to use this. Let me just destroy this thing, or you know what I mean? Like or you know, or you know, and then like you go like Vatican, what's hidden down there? You know what I mean? What kind? Of, maybe there was a lot of stuff. You know, obviously there's a lot of stuff that was kept. You know, you're not just I think I think the Smithsonian has secret locked up vaults too. Like I don't think you know there's there's claims that they destroyed stuff. I don't think they. I don't want to say they actually destroyed. No, it. no, there's for sure the same way. I mean, there's so much shit locked up in the Louvre. Yeah, there's so much but, shit locked know, up in museums all over the world. I honestly doubt that the stuff is actually at the places we think they like. Like the people that destroyed that one the other week. I don't think they destroyed a real one. Which one? What are you talking about? What, the Georgia Guidestones? No, no, no. The uh, those folks that went running into that place and apparently threw something all over that. Oh, painting. so on news on that, on how all that works, all those pieces they were covered in glass, so they didn't do anything. <laughs> Not a thing. They, but they see, covered, like I don't. They made a statement. I think. I think of how think stupid they are and ignorant they are of energy supply and and how they don't understand how oil works as they're using oil products to protect protest oil. A statement, nonetheless. And they're stupid. Okay. The well, no, I see. I find that I, I, me and Bandit have discussed this in the past before. That like I, I truly believe even a lot of the stuff that's on display is just a copy. Yeah, of course. Yes. Then no, some sure. in some no. places for sure. No. Yes, I am not. Well, okay, actually, so I'll tell you a fun story. I met this uh, forger. This forger uh, it was so good that he donated the pieces to many museums all over the United States. He never charged them for it. So he technically never committed a crime. Yeah, yeah, because he, uh, he donated it. So, yeah. But, but he. I met him myself. He is an interest, an interesting mind. And now, like, you know, he now does that for a living. Like, he basically, oh, you want a copy of this piece? Sure. This guy was creating copies of very famous works with, like, Walmart frames and, like, the cheapest shit you could imagine. But he did a magnificent job. He was using crayons and other things. And we're like, what the fuck? I mean, it looks pretty fucking good. But what the fuck? <laughs> they like go into it like you use coffee ground to age it. Like they were all like, "What the hell?" Um, oh, so Mark Landis, I believe, was, it was call it, you know, call it a, a replica. And yes, <laughs> yeah, just a replica of the original. Mm-hmm. This is for uh, studying purposes. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, but I mean, that's also a good thing, too, because I mean, if you think about that, you know, like you, like, I guess the Mona Lisa is a great example. There's probably a million copies of that photo alone, like people, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's copies of that photo everywhere. You can just see it in random ass places sometimes, like restaurants. And yeah, stuff. yeah. And now with, they'll stylize it and, you know, I've got, yeah. Uh, yeah. And turn it into a meme and stuff. Like it's just and, random stuff. And the thing is, um, so this is by the way, this is the artist. The the gentleman in the middle right there, the with the hat. Okay. That's the guy. 
That's yeah, a yeah. quick picture I found of him. Uh, but yeah, Mark Landis, this this guy, that that fellow right there, he tricked the art world. He had there's a documentary about him. Um, that's really interesting. It's about how he basically fooled lots of museums that and donated to them what is basically fakes. <laughs> huh. Uh, Mark A. Landis, the American painter, mm-hmm. from who lives in Laurel, Mississippi. All right, I found I found some information about him. I was just make sure I could. It, it, it he's an interesting fellow. I'm not sure if you could ever speak to because it he has. I'm not even trying to like speak to him. I just like to share like look yeah. for other people to be able to find interesting. Because my friend worked with him directly, so I met him myself. And Ooh. interesting person. Laurel, Mississippi. You know, I like having friends like that sometimes because I have met some interesting people because of just knowing folks. And it's always it's always nice to meet some of these interesting people because there's some minds out there like going back to like Julian and stuff that are just so intrigued. Watch watch the documentary later. It's very it's very it's, it's entertaining. He he once faked being a priest like this guy is like next level, like it, under a different world. He would have been an incredible con man. <laughs> He was, he was very smart. Well, Q, like what? I don't know what what kind of drives you. Like, what kind of things are you into thinking about? Like, I don't know, advancing the world. You know, we always sit here and complain about this stuff, but like, is there any <laughs> ideas you have? You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm. I think I'm more into like spiritual, metaphysical understanding. Yeah. Um, I think we could all benefit from understanding spirituality better and how we contextualize that because I. I don't identify as the physical body. I see myself as the energy flowing through the body and I'm piloting this. So like for me, that is the basis of all reality. Like all matter, like solid matter is the same energy as uh, plasma. It's just moving at a slower state. We're all the same stuff. All mm-hmm. right. And, and I think that all that stuff is derived from spirituality. So I think that religion is important. Uh, I think that what we have for religion in most cases is shit. Uh, I think that every religion has a bit of the truth and none of the religions that we have today are. I like like where you're kind of going with this, you know, because I believe that there's according to the good place that one guy had it all right. (laughs) (laughs) I believe, I believe there's big important ties back into this other, you know, realm that we can't really see, you know, like I, I, I make the mention constantly about, just being a being in a in a meat mech yeah and you know and like that and with that you know i i believe there's a higher connection for all of us across the board if we could understand that better you know that's that is something i don't think is and is this this is where science and spirituality are starting to come like collide because what was written in in Hindu scriptures thousands of years ago slowly is becoming more correlated with the world of quantum physics than physicists would ever ex- think were true. Like, um, there's a reason why Oppenheimer was literally quoting from Shiva. <laughs> um, why Shiva is outside of the Large Hadron Collider. Yeah. Why is Shiva goddess of destruction outside of the large hadron collider in switzerland and that's a uh, pretty interesting i mean well it's 
again, like with, with where I think if you if you go back to the watchers and, and and if you consider if you consider the possibility that most deities are descendants of Nephilim or, or, or watchers in disguise, fallen angels in disguise, then it makes perfect sense. That's where we that's Bible tells us that's where we got a lot of our forbidden knowledge from. So now this other God being there makes sense to me. Like someone is communicating with a being. It is, I'm not going to say that it's this other religion's God because some people may take offense to that. But what, what if these beings are there mm-hmm. and some people just have the frequency just out of whack enough? I want to. I want to step it. I want to step it up another notch. Yeah. You. All right. I refe.use to believe in the single consciousness. I have always. You mean you don't? You don't believe in Carl Jung's idea of the collective consciousness? Is what you mean? I believe that there is multiple collective consciousnesses, and I believe that these multiple gods are examples of these multiple collective consciousnesses. Like, like. It doesn't we, conflict that much. It actually still kind of still collides we, into we, an existing. You know, like like of- say like say. Just, I'm going to give a wild example, but say like I'm connected back to the god Thor, and Luis, you're connected back to like like Zeus or something. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, Q's connected back to someone as well. But like all these separate gods, and we're you know like and we we can we can converse in this other realm as these gods but like down here we're just scattered and living in this this well, realm of I, reality. I I described when a, when somebody asked me what was the, the most controversial thing was relationship to consciousness like we are just neurons in a being's brain like you're a neuron I'm a neuron we're all neurons but it takes trillions of neurons to build one brain so we'd also just be sectors in a brain you're a neuron. She's a neuron. Here's he's a neuron. We're all neurons. Hey, and that's the thing is it 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 could very well be that simple and well, that special. You know, I okay. So I've had these 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 weird theories that I've run with before in the past, and they've kind of just come inconclusive, and I've just put them to the back of my head, like this one that I'm speaking on here. You know, I've I have found. When you research into like some of these gods or what they were believed about some of these different gods like Shiva or Odin or you know like in, just the list goes on of course but like you can look when you start getting into like astrological stuff or whatever you can find how a lot of these gods were claimed to have had certain traits and stuff like this and you you know you can like kind of see these in a metaphysical way maybe through yourself you know you know like I've I've met people that I could maybe relate the stories of like pagan gods to, or that I could relate the stories of Greek gods to, or even Egyptian gods and stuff like that. Like it's, there's so many different run-ins and people that have these interesting connections. Like and the thing to- is, we don't, we don't completely know yet because we can't tap in to the data flow so we yes. can't tap into that flow like well, i was mentioning in the last episode what, what am i thinking about and, I'm, and I, I was telling the truth i really was thinking about where does the data go where is everything well, we're doing what is us a thousand I mean, that, years from now where is this going is this going into a hard drive that goes into another hard drive gets experienced by a certain collective of individuals and just disappears into the ethos of nothingness. 
Well, or, I mean, when we you met our lovely ladies like Kat and even the Born Awake Oracle, Miss Vicky and stuff, like they are big people and who believe and will tell you about the Akashic Records. And there's this fantastic book that I've actually read by Edward Edward Case here or Edgar Case here that you know talks about this kind of stuff. And like, so let me let me throw this at you. You ever you ever have an idea? And you never move on that idea. And then you see it. But then later down the road, you see it. Well, you had that idea. You missed your opportunity to jump on that idea. So it went. I'm doing it. I'm still doing it. It's expensive. But I'm still doing it. But I'll give you an example. I'm literally doing it. But like, but like it, but like it fleeted you or you didn't, or you didn't do something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I've seen it many times in my life and I regret all the other things that I missed. Yeah. Um, and but it, but it. that's but that's what that's what it is. If 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 we're all these collective type consciousnesses in this other realm, it goes I realize back with time, I'm not I'm not bad with ideas. <laughs> it, it goes back into the ether for the next one of us to grab and yes. So and and that's the thing is like I and and the beautiful thing is when I'm talking to certain people uh, like you, like we can break down things and we can really explore things, and I have come up with insane things while i'm in the process of speaking to certain people but sometimes it takes me speaking to somebody to then open my mind up and then a whole flood of new ideas which that's why i'm kind of like sad i had a conversation with somebody the other day for two hours two and a half hours and i was so pissed off like i could have recorded that because so much good stuff came out of my head i mean we wrote it down but it's it's that it's that element of exploration of everything that can be because of the collective. That's all, all the data that's already been expressed. There is the idea. There is no original thought. I'm like, cause you don't have an original thought. <laughs> the people that say there's no original thought are the ones that don't can't have original thoughts. But I think I, I really would implore you, honestly, when, you know, when, when it comes to like this and the Akashic Records type thing and like that, I would really implore you to reach out. Cool to our shirt. At, at cool shirt, bro. How about that, guys? I had to step off for a second. You're good. It's quite I'm okay. going to have to get back to work soon, but. Uh, it's quite okay. We were touched on the Akashic Records here. Say again? When you had walked away, we were kind of touching on the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records? Akashic. I'm not familiar. Oh, we'll see that. This, Casey. Yeah, go this, would go, this would go right along and with your thoughts on spirituality and stuff. And I have a book I'll recommend for you. I'll get you a PDF copy of it, this Akashic Records by Edgar, Edgar Case. Okay. And this is to do like collective type consciousnesses and stuff. And like if you had an idea, it it goes back into the ether if you don't move on it and somebody else will grab it. You know, and, and you know, Luis was asking like, where does all this information go like us and stuff like that. And, and this is what I have. Like, I've got some cool friends that I was telling him he should reach back out to because they deal in this kind of stuff. And I think they could help you, you people listening, Luis understand some of that metaphysical kind of other dimensional worldly spiritual type thing we're talking about. For sure. I mean, I mean, I, I'm, I'm big on, on looking into these girls will take you to your past lives. So I don't know if I believe in past lives per se. Uh, I got a good book for you. <laughs> you know, but uh, I mean, I'm definitely open to hearing 
thoughts about that. Um, oh yeah, man, I'm 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 big into that because I think that uh, you know, with us being a continuous light, a continuous energy, and stuff like that, like we we get to come back and learn lessons we didn't learn the last time. You know, um, I've. Yeah. Cat makes it a, my friend Cat makes it a big point. She will connect you and show you where your last body was buried. Mm -hmm. Um, it's so with, wild. Stuff, with stuff like that, I'd have to ask, how are you divinating this information? Because it's like stuff like that to know things outside of yourself, you have to be getting it from another source. And I know that there are sources all around us. And for me, spiritually, the only source that I really need to be gaining that type of information from is my God and anyone that he authorizes. Anybody I believe, outside you, of I believe you gained well, you that just source. said it. And I believe you gained that source from, from yourself. What do you mean? Well, I believe God, I, be, I believe that God is an inner being, not something in a sky looking down upon me. And so with that, when I want to look for true answers to anything, I look within because there's nowhere I can trust better than the, than within. Like you I, can, I understand that. I, I definitely dig the thought process. I mean, for me, it's definitely different because I see myself as limited. Like anything that's within me is only the thing that I've put in me or that other people have put in me that I've connected with. So, like, there is a limit to what I have, which is why I'm so hungry for knowledge. Because I want to put more in me so that when I go within, I have more to draw from. So I think that, I mean, I understand, you know, some people don't see the idea of, a, of being watching. I don't, like, I'm still trying to reconcile whether or not he's like a, a man in the sky or if he's the energy that is just flowing outside. And I do think it, to, to be honest, I think it's both. I do. I do think he's a giant man in the sky at this point. And everything, and everything. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm dead ass serious. Now, how long is the bear? You know, see, everything that I'm talking glorious. about. The beard is glorious. Everything, everything that I'm talking about, though, connects back to that idea of it being the energy around. Yeah. And yeah. No. I mean, well, that I think, I think that at this point, or at at the point in time where God, because God is out to me, God is outside of space, time, and matter. Space, time, and matter is everything that is in, in existence. And for me, that is all that is within the firmament. It's the, it's the same. It's the, it's the same here. <laughs> like, yeah. But but think of think of God. And like, so when you think of the idea of God in a human-like form, I think the reason why human beings built that narrative is because the absolute, the everything, the idea of the everything, we just or the everything created a version of itself that a being like us could comprehend. And that was the vision that has been popularized. It doesn't mean that that's how they look like. It means that's how they presented themselves to a certain collective that then repeated the story over and over again to give some form to a being of no form because they are all. Are you saying like in reference to man being made in God's image? Yes, but so I, mean, I don't the think creator the creator is absolute in everything. Therefore, it wouldn't have a form. I don't know. I, I I don't think that the when the Bible is speaking on that is talking about the body. I think the body is designed and optimized as the best way 
to navigate through the physical world. I think when they say that we're made in their image, I think that's when we're discussing emotions. That's when we're discussing feelings. That's when we're discussing discernment. I think that's what the Bible is hitting on. I think that now when I say that I do think God is a man, I think that he made him, he's maybe a giant man in the sky. I think that he made these bodies for a reason. And when, in my understanding of eternity, we will have bodies similar to this that will be without death and without all the shortcomings. So I think you, you already do, though. Uh, no. That's the tricky part. But the I, thing I'm is, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Like this body's gonna end. It's gonna perish. Body is gonna die. But you, mm-hmm. the the you, the true you, is mm-hmm. not that 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 device that mech. That's what Jim mm-hmm. was saying. I agree. That is not. You are inside life. this I, vessel. I, I, I want a new vessel. Like, I, oh like, no, no, you just want to. You just want to remember the vessel. Uh, I would like to remember this. Vessel. That's what are you I would, really? I would, I would, you I would just like want to remember. You want a new vessel, but no, you want to no, remember. No, I want. No, I want to. Ex- I want to continue. I want to experience a version of physical reality where my senses are stimulated in the way that they are stimulated now without the external threat of evil and people encroaching on my rights and what I want. And that is what's promised to me in the Bible. When evil is 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 gone, then I see heaven as this or something akin to this, but well, wherever we would be if we had not had the hindrance of stupidity of humanity that is heaven. It's, now, it's a tricky part because we need chaos to to okay, create. I was just about to get there, Louise. Yeah. I was going to say we need for, chaos. We need for chaos. light to exist. Dark has to chaos. exist. We need chaos to. We don't need chaos to for light to exist, but chaos is necessary for the transition of dark. Our value comes from organizing chaos. Good can't good can't exist without evil, like yin and yang. Like yeah, it, sure. it has to be. But, it has but, to be. Good, but no, okay. Good cannot have existed. Good and evil have to come into existence together. But good. But evil can, is a human construct. But good can. I don't. I disagree with you wholeheartedly on that. I do think good can exist without evil. If evil were to be destroyed. I don't think evil can be destroyed. I think I think, I think, I think evil can, can be destroyed. It, it can be quashed. It can be lowered. It can be extinguished from a region, but it cannot be absolutely destroyed. I the think absolute, I understand I mean, the term of absolute. I understand that why you guys think that because you also don't see a creator in the way that I see a creator. But so that that like that kind of that I, I understand your, After, your and and that would be impossible if there wasn't someone orchestrating the whole thing and allowing the things that are happening to happen for after, a purpose. And after a, after after studying thirty three of the two hundred and something religions on the planet, that's why I've come to a lot of the conclusions that I have. Like I I, I do understand. We could very well be on top to. of a turtle. Because I was because I I was there too at one point in time like it yes ago potentially and I was I was at that point at one point in time too where I believed you know there there might be like a thing but now you know you you guys hear the wild ramblings that I make now and I was actually going to totally make a reference and it's no offense to you or anything but when I think of people like talk you know believing that there's a sky being it ought to be- hold on to something. 
I put an unbounded vacuum inside and a temporal field like, until a world developed. I then introduced it, the people of this the world way to the wonders of electricity like, wow, in the form the of a device I, I call the Flubulcrank. The, 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 <laughs> the fact that there's the fact that there could be you know an all-knowing sky. We could all we could literally all be inside of a marble yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, around a space cat. Yeah, you know, just being played with. But like but like that's you know, that's earthquakes nothing. are earthquakes. I just went it's dropping on the floor. I mean, why not? It's it's it, or or when it were on top of the turtle, and whenever it's having a stomach, a stomach ache, that's when the volcanoes go off. Gotcha, gotcha. And and, and like it's it's we, and, and and at the end of the day, we don't know for sure. For sure, moon is made for of cheese. Sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But I, why did I, they even say that the moon's made of cheese? I love whoever the right. fuck made that up. It I know, was so funny. I, it really is. But I think that a lot of this, like with the with the questions you have with this, and you know the questions that Q had with us, I'm all, I need to arrange one where I can get Cat and Kanan here, and, and and again, and because these are great questions, I think for them, and they have an eloquent eloquent way of putting it better than I do because I don't know what I'm doing half the time and I'm just out here kind of winging it. Like he's just going with the flow and seeing what's new and what's more interest. And there's so many different questions and thoughts and stuff like this that, that run through my mind on a regular, but like it's, it's curious to me, I guess, to, to know why a lot more people have started to come to, you know, this conclusion that that, that good, that good is eventually going to defeat evil. Like I, well, I, we we had the discussion. What if actually evil is the true default? Default, right? See, because at the end of the day, chaotic elements are what also create exotic goods, yeah. and and it's you. We also have to put into the premise that we exist because of chaos. Sure, sure. No, but I mean, what I was saying was like, like I I I, st- I spent a lot of time studying a lot about like ancient ancient Chinese culture and stuff like that. I was always fascinated about it. Like I never really got into like the anime aspect of it, but I loved just Chinese culture in general. And, you know, seeing a lot of the things that they practice and put forth and believe and even still practice today, you you know, I I know they're under a lot of scrutiny and craziness going on in China right now today. Believe me, I understand. But I'm saying like back in these times, like they establish a lot of the same kind of, spirituality play things that uh friend of mine just wrote this on ancient chinese teachings yes dude and and it you i've seen so many connections back into other i guess ancient cultures that they had a lot of the same spirituality beliefs that i that i believe i kind of align with but it, it it's more of like the the ancient chinese the ancient indian the ancient the the pagan even the ancient egyptians and stuff all all believed in the same thing and all kind of had the same gods just under different monotheism things. technically came from egypt yeah yeah uh, which which could have came from lemuria monotheism I mean, existed in egypt way before uh uh most of the other religions yeah oh yeah it was recorded in egypt before yes. most of the other religions the that hebrews, is a great point the hebrews were they were an oral religion and they they did their religions until before they came to Egypt. So, yeah. No, you're they, right I right. think the Egyptians called them the Hexos. So, yes, but then, and that is why it was so important. That's that's why it's funny in God's plan because Moses, 
he was saved because of the Egyptian in the story, if you believe it or don't. Uh, and his education, formal education under the Pharaoh is what allowed him to be the one to write the Torah. But I like, I, I enjoy, like, my, I guess my only, my only dilemma with the Moses story is, is, how, is the bits and pieces that are different from the story it was taken from, from ancient Egypt and stuff. Like, when you look at we, it, we the, literally just had a conversation about how history is. So it's like, right, right. So it's like, you kind of got to compare, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, the great comparisons like, no, no, it, the something story, I love to. What I, what, from I like my, to point out those remember that ancient Egypt was ancient to ancient Egypt's. Yeah. I mean, and then the other thing is, I don't even think the Egyptians built the pyramids. I don't think our Egyptians, I think they moved in to the pyramids. Yeah. Correct. A lot, like all those structures, they didn't, they didn't build this. Ancient, the, the ancient <laughs> Egyptians that we're talking about that moved in there, they claim that they are the ancestors of the Atlanteans. Uh, so the Atlanteans no. map out the, so the Atlantean myth, like, like not myth, but the Atlantean story does map out the 12 cities, sister cities. Egypt being one of them. And then there was a particular city in Nigeria and Nigeria was called like particularly was the one that had the highest amount of twins. To this day, Nigeria is the country with the most twins per capita on planet Earth. So mm. it's interesting that something so ancient to this day is still so relevant. I, Nigeria being where the or Nigeria, not Nigeria. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, Christians would say the same thing about the Bible. But the Bible's not that old. <laughs> the Bible's pretty new. I mean, oh, it's wow. based on older text. Come on. Yeah, yeah. The Bible we have now and the Bibles that they keep making, no, they're not that old. But these are based on oral traditions that are just as old as the old. Oh, Nigeria and Nigeria, sorry. My God, see my brain. Thought it was Nigeria, so sorry. Well, yeah, no, I mean it's all it's all it's all, you know, based on different stories told in different ways. But this also gets into like, you know, things that are deleted. Um I'm a big advocate and on my little link tree that's on that I have out there for showing people the other, you know, some of those books that have been omitted that you can find that are floating around and stuff because there's a lot of interesting stories in that. Yeah. There's um and I've been I've been looking for a PDF here recently. A girl on uh, TikTok showed off this cool book that was talking about some that that has some of the stories from other cultures that were when Jesus was visiting places like ancient Asia and India and even you know, that that's the kind of stuff because like you know there's a lot of stuff that's not in the Bible mm -hmm. um, and I'm like you know those stories interest me a lot a lot and I'm like okay where are these stories at you know and I mean you know if you you read you like I mean like like like, like the story of Adam and Eve have you heard of those because that that gives such a unique perspective of what their actual life was like mm. after the fall and and you know there's this, this it was i've i've found it comical but i think it was a more dark comedy how how depressed adam was he kept beating his chest and screaming because he was no longer in this beautiful place and he had never experienced darkness before and so like he was on this cave and this mountain and i don't know it's it's a lot of really interesting stuff and like for me it's history um and so i'm like it's 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 interesting to see that you know my forefathers dealt with a lot of the issues that I dealt with now. He fucked up. He made a mistake, and he was depressed after it. Wow, you know I can relate. You know. <laughs> the uh, all right. I actually found the there was the the video of what I was talking about that lady that has the that has the book or whatever that she's been reading recently. Um. 
It's pretty Bro, so I've been like deep in research right now and reading so much and I came across I came across this book and I swear I think I came across like gold. Like or maybe I just get excited at everything, but Okay. Look at this. <laughs> the Aquarian Gospel of Jesus the Christ. And notice how they say Jesus the Christ. Not Jesus Christ. Jesus the Christ. The philosophic and practical basis of the religion of the Aquarian age of the world and of the church universal. Transcribed from the book of God's remembrances known as the Akashic Records. I'm pretty sure I just found like the story of Jesus' life in the Bible but before it was changed. Transcribed from the Akashic Records. Mind you, this was written in 1911. So this was written 100 years ago, bro like the introduction literally opens up talking about the aquarian age of gospel of jesus the christ of the piscean age is there a christ of the aquarian age and it opens up even talking about these questions what's the piscean age what's aquarian age what is meant by christ as the word is used in the book what's the relationship between jesus of nazareth and christ what are the akashic records now looking at the table of contents bro it talks about his early life, early education, childhood of Jesus, education of his mom, the works of Jesus in India, the works of Jesus in Tibet, 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 sorry, Persia, Greece, Egypt, the Council of Seven Stages of the World, um, the Second Epoch, the First Annual Epoch, the Third Epoch, the betrayal and arrest of Jesus, the trial and execution, the resurrection of Jesus, the materialization of his spiritual body and the establishment of the church. Like, are you kidding me? like are you kidding me and like i'm really it's not loading but what um if y'all want i could even i'm definitely gonna read this i'm reading so much i'm pretty good at finding pdf so if you'll give me till the end of this episode i'll likely have this pdf <laughs> yeah, I, I want it, I, Send it, like to it. Me. check that out man because i don't know i immediately i i have a lot of radars that go off when i when i hear stuff like that but i'm not like the one that's like, oh, yeah, I'm like I don't know. Nah, let me see what it's, what it's talking about because, like, I've I've read, I've read a, a, a few different apocryphal books. Some of them, in my spirit, felt inspired, and some of them didn't. You know what I mean? And that's just my my discernment from it. So you know, the Bible says, "Eat the meat, spit out the bones." And I like to eat knowledge, man. So let's go. Great. Yeah. No. I, you know that's I. You know I've I've had that that bite of wanting to eat knowledge. I I got. I got kicked out of Christian church when I was 12 years old because I had a pierced ear and a new international version of the Bible. And I was told by that Southern Baptist preacher that I was going to hell for having those two things. And so it made me want to learn about religion. And so I started reading Bibles of other religions. Hmm. And that's, that that's, be, that's how I got to a lot of the standpoints I, had, I am today. From like 12 years old till I was like, 19 or 20 that was that was the thing i was looking into was trying to see where religion needed to tie back into this and uh, you know unlike you you know and, and again I, I don't take that any kind of way it doesn't bother me but i believe that religions tainted spirituality there's yeah. hidden pieces yeah. of it all throughout there but like a lot of your modern religious figures for sure like that one dude and what is that tennessee or whatever that's kind of a piece of shit that olstein fellow uh, yeah you know like it, people like that i think really they're that they've been in religions 
throughout religion and they have done a good yeah. job in tainting. I mean, like I said, like even Christianity, like I don't even like calling myself a Christian, but Christianity in itself is tainted. It's 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 what it should be, it isn't. And it is based on the way of Yahweh, uh, which is something that's something completely different. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not completely different, but it's it, it, it shares attendance, but Christianity is the way wrapped up and, and commercialized so it can be used to uh, control people. But that doesn't change. But the, the fact that they had to take a particular, uh, a particular belief and use that belief shows the power of that belief, and especially how long it has been able to sustain this false religion. It lets you know that what it is derived from has it obviously has some power and it is able to keep this engine going so that's where so it might be said about islam and and judaism they're, they're uh, those are all but those are all based on the same tenets and they all came after christianity especially islam um it depends on which version of islam because there's technically two versions yeah that yeah that's true yeah uh i still don't think it as far as i know i don't think it outdates well, I mean, if you go back to like t the days of Timbuktu when it rivaled what New York City is today, and you know, like the the 1300s and pre, like like we, on its rise, they they were mostly you know they, they they it was Muslim for Lord knows how long there. Like yeah. they all just knew it was Muslim, you yeah. know. And like there's there's it's it's interesting to see where all of them go in the different directions. Like, like I said, when you start researching into the different ones, one of, one of my favorites really, like to, to be honest, has always been Buddhism. Like it's, it's, it, I don't know. I'm, I try to be as passive as I can about a lot of things. And that kind of keeps me Zen. Like I'm just pretty chill dude. Like I'll get worked up about stuff every now and then or get passionate about something, but like the whole Zen, like, I guess that's the whole from your perspective would be to turn the other cheek kind of thing like that. It always spoke to me a lot in the way that Buddhism did and with meditation and stuff like that. There's just a lot of good stuff in there. Like that's one I always recommend like, people to look at. Not a regular Christian. Cause I mean, like I'm all for turning the other cheek, but I'm all for turning your cheek too. Like. Oh no, me too. Bob. <laughs> listen, listen, when, when Zen ends, ass kicking begins. You like, know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. Sometimes you, like sometimes people can take it too far and, 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 you do have to do what you got to do. And I think that even that message is embedded in the Bible. I think that's part of what modern Christianity is lacking as well. Like they are like, oh, Jesus is this beautiful. He Jesus would flip everybody. tables and whip politicians, bro. Jesus is coming to spit fire on the world. They say he's going to, his, his, a sword is going to come out of his mouth. He's not, he's not coming to play around. And people want to act like it's like, you know, he's just, no, he's coming to destroy. He's, he's, he's coming to, to wipe out souls. He's coming to destroy parts of the world, and he's going to rebuild it for the people who deserve it. So, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I like that. So, you know, but I guess, I guess, all that aside, I like how we were. I like how this evening we've been able to have like a civil conversation about stuff like this because I've heard, I've been in the midst of some of these conversations before, and you know. Good God, I've seen, I've seen, I have seen extremists from multiple origin religions. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there, there's no specific uh, collective that doesn't have some nut jobs. Oh my lord, dude! Give me one second, guys. And like, there's one guy. 
and I love him. He's a real good guy at heart, but he is so headstrong that his religion is the right religion. You know what I'm saying? Like, you 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 can't tell him. Wait until he goes upstairs and realizes. No. Nope. Right. Right. You know, They're it, all right. It's like, wait, what? And just stuff like that. You know what? I'm, and that's what I like when you can talk to folks up. That are willing to learn about this stuff, or wanting to read and wanting more knowledge, because because that's how we. I think sharing knowledge is a good way to help. I don't know. Let give people a different perspective on things. You know what I mean? Like there's there's so many perspectives. There's so many of us. That's why I like the fact that we have so many co-hosts and stuff because we can have a barrage of you know views on something and still have these good civilized conversations about it. Yeah. Especially Luis. I keep telling, listen, when I tell people about you, bro, I'm like, imagine the most interesting man in the world, but younger. Uh, but to everybody around me, it's a very strange reality. <laughs> I, mean, I guess people, I, I guess people uh, see whatever they want to see or perceive whatever they want to perceive. You are an interesting fellow, dude. You've always got interesting things to talk about. Oh, separately, I'll send you this book later, the info. I'm going to read it. I just got it today. Uh, This is based off uh, uh, ancient scriptures that were never translated. What's the the title? Tao Tech. Well, can you read it or you can't? I've I've got the browser pulled up. Tao Tao Teaching. The Wisdom of Lao Zi. Translated illustrator Amy Sung Burnbaum. My God, I don't want to pronounce her name wrong. <laughs> Amy Sung Burnbaum. Burnham. Burnham? I believe pronounced Burnham. Amy Sung. Um, yeah. I, I met her a while back and had an incredible, incredible conversation last I spoke to her. And I was like, please send me the moment this book is out. I'd love to read it. Because it's things that I would not really we probably even translated yeah uh no this is that's different that's a this is this is uh this is just a different thing this is a different copy this is something different this has not been translated in english this is like the one of the first translations i believe yeah but this is part of it that's not been so i mean okay so there's different ways of translating it so that's why she's like uh so there's different ways of translating it so that's why interesting all right so there's no agreed upon translation well the, the in the back they they talk talk more about it um let okay. me see the written implies words this endorses male feel he didn't create it says it well i found a thing here it says that there's 10 versions of it mm-hmm yeah so yeah it's a uh, something to explore and it's always good to. So, so that one I just that. found might actually be one of the versions. Yeah, no, I'll send it to you. That's just this just was published, so there's that's why I was saying there's no PDF because it literally just came out. <laughs> that's what I was saying. There's versions of it of the Tao Te Tao Te Ching. Yeah, I'm pretty good at usually finding PDFs. No, I see that. I'm very happy for that too. So. So, I, you know, I don't know. There's 
there's there's so many questions still in the world i think from my perspective and, and it's good to just to keep asking questions that's always a good route to run with things and you know so q you got anything else for us this evening you'd like to like to hit on before we get ready to wrap up i know you're i know you got a lot going on too but yeah it's, you know I'm, I'm i'm pulled all over um i do want to say you know I, you know i do music um i do gospel hip hop so i just had a song that came out um it, get a link for that, or that. Did I, is that all gonna be on your yeah, website? Actually, um, nuts. Because I will totally hook people up with that link to that to that track. If that's if that's what you'd like, the folks out there listening. Yeah, that'd be dope. Hold on, let me let me always, pull it up. Always love supporting the guests that we have on here, man. Like I, I I try to implore everybody to go back and check the folks out because you know you never have. That's why I like having you back too because you never have enough time to uh, ever really discuss and i like getting to know folks and when you can share more about them and other people can find you you can make new friends and stuff like it's, it's for sure it's, i mean that's the best part of like I, that's why all of us do this i think you know we i, I think a lot of us who are so different minded we, we feel isolated a lot of times and so it's like trying to find our people you know what i mean <laughs> that's right man no that's right like i, I that's a that's something i love doing is trying is trying to you know, get into that. So, um, uh, we'll make sure that we get your link to your track there, and I'll make sure that you get links back to Parallel Society and your TikTok and stuff, just like last time, so that we, sure, so that we sure. can find everything. Cool, I've got it right here now. So we can find everything related to my buddy Q here and everything that he's talking and doing. Man, he's always doing lives to you guys on TikTok. Trying to get back into that more. <laughs> hey man, you know, well, I've come across them. You, you know, you have some good conversation out there, so I, I, I enjoy seeing stuff like that. But is this, is this all your tracks? Yeah, that's all me. Um, anything from 2022 and up is is my gospel stuff. Prior to that, I was doing secular music, so um, I'm making okay. this transition, and you know, I'm going into gospel, and it's it's been it's been fun, man. So yeah, hey man, no, nice. that's. That's fantastic, you know. It's it's I I love music in general all the way across the board, and if it jams, it jams. You know, that's how I feel about things. Hey, and that's that's the facts, man. <laughs> it don't matter what genre, where, if it if, if even this country, man. People, are, you like country? I like good music, and if it happens to be classified as country, I'm on the. You know what I'm saying? It is music is good music. You're exactly right. Neither <laughs> the genre. So. And of course, you guys, I'm definitely going to make sure you guys get back all that, man. You go give them a listen and play some stuff. Luis, you got anything for me tonight before you bounce out? No. All good. Really? Nothing at all? No no words of wisdom from you tonight, bud? <laughs> We've said many points. We covered many points. No, I think, I think tonight's been a fantastic episode. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's been some good good conversation and with tonight and you know q i can't wait to have you back again man like i love i love all these good conversations like that appreciate it I, that's the point that i wanted to make i like the fact that all of us are very grounded in our beliefs we come from different walks of life and that's why we're able to have a civil conversation because people people who don't know what they believe they come into a conversation with other people and then other people are so sure of what they believe and it hurts it's like why are you so sure i'm not so sure i want that and it's like just believe what you believe and, and be okay with that. And sometimes that's going to change. Yeah. Sometimes it's going to change. Be okay that's, with that. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? So. Well, that's one thing. That's one thing I've always, you know, I'm definitely always saying is that, you know, if I'm out here trying to touch that one mind. There's one yeah. mind out there listening that maybe had questions or maybe had something they didn't understand. Something that you said, something that I said, something that Louise said 
maybe it touched them in the right way. Yeah, right. Um, that's that's what I'm looking to do, man. That's why I like you, man. I definitely have you more on in the future. So I appreciate you, JB. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And of course, you guys know before I get out of here, I got something for you. So, what does a pirate use to blow stuff up? His mateys. You guys have a great night. Thank you.